Industrial Industries World Radio. Oh, yeah. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Industrial Industries World Radio. This is episode 35, and I am your host, DJ Glowing Eyes. As you heard from the previous episode, episode 34, we did the history of McDonald's. It was a very long, studious, informative, very hard-hitting fact episode. Went kind of long. It was almost two hours long. And it's a good episode if you really are uh, just really wanting to know the complete history of McDonald's. And as you listen to the very end of that episode, we kind of ran out of time and we didn't get to more of the more fun parts. History of McDonald's is fun, but this is more of just uh, fast-paced, hard-hitting, fun little facts, all that kind of stuff. And that's what we're doing with this episode. So I suggest you go back to episode 34 of this podcast and listen to the history of McDonald's so you, you know everything that you do need to know. And, um, yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy this, I think, a whole lot more. Or maybe not. Who knows? Ah, whatever. Anyways, this is part two of the McDonald's saga that I guess I'm doing now. And there's going to be a part three as well, because chances are there's so much to go over that there's going to have to be a part three. So, uh, episode 34, 35, 36 is, I guess I'm considering it the McDonald's trilogy. So, there we go. Uh, This episode, we're going to be going over the timeline of the McDonald's menu. We're starting from 1948 when they first started up until now. We're going to be going over the menu items that have come along over the years, uh, starting with uh, just the six items that they did have on the menu. And then we're going to travel all around the world and see what special food that McDonald's is serving in specific countries stuff you think is wacky and crazy but it may be normal in a different country uh yeah so that's all coming up this episode and also i just want to bring up uh some technical things with this show as you noticed i come in very early now we don't really play the theme song theme music for this episode that much anymore I realized from my own observations and my own experience that when I listen to a show, I tend to skip if they got a really long intro. So, uh, and I noticed this too with my friend Jimmy. He was listening back to one of my episodes, and as we just sat in the room, I saw him start playing an episode, and he started skipping, you know, 30 seconds ahead just to pass up the uh, intro. And I don't want to waste anybody's time. You all know what the show is. You downloaded it. You hit play. So, uh, yeah. We are cutting the beginning intro song quite a bit. The music's still there, as you heard, but I think it's a great improvement, and I'm sure you enjoy it too, me not wasting your time. So let's not waste any more time. This is Industrial Industries World Radio, episode 35. Let's get into past, present, future. Past. Present future. Today is July 27th and it's National Cream Brulee Day. I've never had cream brulee. I may have to try it out today. In the past on this day in 1940, a short cartoon titled A Wild Hare is released, which is the debut of the cartoon character Bugs Bunny. Presently, it's hot and humid in the armpit of this country, as the forecast calls for a 30% chance of storms with a high of 88 degrees in the small town region. And in the future, in 2025, every recording done by rock legend Jimi Hendrix will be in public domain. July 27th is the 209th day of the year, and there are 157 days left of the year 2020. Celebrity birthdays for today, we got Rex Brown, the bassist from the metal band Pantera. He is 56. WWE superstar Triple H is 51. And YouTube star iDubs is 30. 
And if it's your birthday today, I want to personally wish you a very, very happy birthday. Birthdays are a special day. Celebrate it. Enjoy it any way that you feel fit and have a very, very happy birthday. And this past, present, and future is brought to you by the very good friend of mine at Someone Graphics Design. I was needing a revamped logo done in a better quality so I could sell the IIWR logo on t-shirts. Start making some t-shirts, some merch for everything. So I contacted Someone Graphics Design and within 24 hours... I was sent back a made-from-scratch, redone version of the Industrial Industries World Radio logo. It was looking polished, and honest to truth, I was really amazed. So if you're in the need of high-quality, affordable, and quick turnaround graphic designing, turn to Someone Graphics Design for all of that and more. I know the dude personally. He's skilled, he's highly creative, and he does this for a living, actually. Contact him at someonegraphicsdesign at gmail.com. Shoot him what you need. He'll send you back an offer. It's spelled as S-U-M, the number one, graphics design. All one word. So get your graphic designs done right, properly, and super fast. It's someonegraphicsdesign at gmail.com. I love it. I listen to it all the time. Industrial Industries World Radio. Yeah, best radio station ever. Yeah, good as always, sweetie. (laughs) What do you think, sweetie? Jumping right into some McDonald's fun facts right away. After Ray Kroc took over McDonald's, it only took McDonald's 22 years to make over a billion dollars in revenue. And as you might have heard in episode 34 on the history of McDonald's, McDonald's first started out as a barbecue stand. Now, I have always heard that the best place to get Coca-Cola is at McDonald's. Oh, yeah, McDonald's has the best Coca-Cola. And now it actually makes sense after looking some things up because McDonald's is the only company, only restaurant, that has Coca-Cola syrup shipped to them in stainless steel tanks. And that helps keep its freshness as opposed to everywhere else they get their Coca-Cola syrup in bags instead. The McDonald's at the Lindvallen Resort in Sweden has the world's only ski-through, where you can order and pick up your McDonald's while on skis. Now, taking a look at how many dipping sauces Chicken McNuggets have or have had, it's amazing. There's so many different varieties that I didn't even know existed, so we're going to go through every single one that I could at least find some shred of evidence that it existed, so... We're going to go through the usual suspects. We've got the tangy barbecue, the spicy buffalo, creamy ranch, or just simply ranch, honey mustard, honey, my favorite, and sweet and sour sauce. Now, there were other sauces as well. We had teriyaki, but that was discontinued in 1986, mesquite barbecue, which was discontinued in 1988, green chili salsa, Discontinued in 1988 as well. Zesty Italian. Discontinued in 1989. Then we have Sweet Chili that existed from 2010 to 2014. Hot Mustard was discontinued nationally in 2015, but in some areas and markets it's still available. You just have to ask for it. Next we got Habanero Ranch, and it came out in 2014, and it's still available in some areas, but just like Hot Mustard, you have to ask for it specifically. Chipotle Barbecue was discontinued in 2014, and the signature sauce, I actually had to call McDonald's myself to see what's going on with the signature sauce. It was released in 2017, and it's also still available in some locations and markets. You just have to ask for it specifically. I do love the signature sauce. That would be my number two favorite dipping sauce for Chicken McNuggets. Third would be the classic Tangy Barbecue, but yeah. Wasabi sauce or wasabi mayo sauce in Japan existed. Don't really know the time or year, but it exists or did exist at some point. And last but not least, the most controversial McNugget dipping sauce is Szechuan sauce. 
And it came out as a limited time promotional sauce for the release of the animated Disney film Mulan on June 19th, 1998. The sauce was served for McNuggets and the packaging was purple and white. The flavor was McDonald's' own spin on traditional Chinese Szechuan sauce. I hope I'm saying that right. So, since the sauce was a limited time option for the movie Mulan, it was discontinued once the movie left theaters. Makes sense. And then in 2017, the animated show Rick and Morty released an episode in which Rick goes back in time in his dream and goes to McDonald's to try Szechuan sauce once again. So, because of this episode, Szechuan sauce became a huge discussion point for a lot of the fans of Rick and Morty, and they took to the internet to demand that McDonald's bring the sauce back. So, after about four months of the Rick and Morty episode that aired mentioning the sauce, McDonald's sent the creator of the show a four-pound bottle of the sauce in an orange customized suitcase, along with a funny letter mentioning how... Chef Mike from McDonald's went to a dimension where it's always 1998 and it's awful as there's no smartphones and there's only boy bands. But wound up coming back to 2017 just in time before the portal closed to bring back one jug of Szechuan sauce. The story of Szechuan sauce isn't done. So McDonald's then announced on their Twitter that the Szechuan sauce would make a return with only 20 packets at select locations for one day, which was October 7th, 2017. And as usual with any kind of collectible thing, people were lined up ready to be one of the lucky ones to get a packet of the sauce. So as many people that tried to make an attempt to get the sauce were turned away, hundreds upon hundreds of people, they got mad. And they started bombarding the McDonald's phone lines demanding the sauce and complaining and complaining. Then after all the whining and crying, McDonald's brought back the sauce for one last time for a longer time period besides just one day, starting on February 26th, 2018, and now making 20 million packets available. And since then, Szechuan sauce has been discontinued. So now we're taking a look at the standard sauces that McDonald's has for burgers. We have ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, and the special Big Mac sauce for Big Macs. And they also have tartar sauce for the filet fish sandwiches. Al Bernardin, the man who created the Quarter Pounder, he also had an idea for a ground turkey meat burger called the McGobbler, but McDonald's turned down his idea. And McDonald's also turned down his idea for the Light Mac Sandwich, which would have been a fifth pound burger patty containing 15% less beef fat than a normal Big Mac. In 2007, it was said that 560 million Big Macs are sold each year. So that means that approximately 17 Big Macs are sold every single second. Six different kinds of apples are used when making McDonald's apple pies, which are Fuji, Golden Delicious, Gala, Rome, Jana Gold, and Ida Red. And besides Ray Kroc, there was a few other businessmen, people with business minds, that visited the original McDonald Brothers stand and walked away very inspired. Founder of Burger King, James McLaymore, and Taco Bell founder, Glenn Bell. Ray Kroc's policy for McDonald's included that the food was to be of strictly fixed, standardized content, and restaurants were not allowed to deviate from any specifications in any way. There was also to be no waste of anything, insisting that every condiment container was to be scraped completely clean. In 2012, McDonald's admitted that the secret sauce ingredients were not really secret, because the recipe had been available online for years. So here is the recipe for the Big Mac sauce, if you want to try this at home. It's mayonnaise, sweet pickle relish, and yellow mustard whisked together with vinegar, garlic powder, onion powder, and paprika. Due to a fast food ban in Bermuda, McDonald's was a no-go, and the only time a McDonald's location in Bermuda existed 
was a location on the U.S. Naval Air Base in Bermuda from 1985 until 1995 when the air base itself closed up. The Ronald McDonald House Charities have raised $450 million, which has helped 9 million children and families worldwide. The ingredient that made McDonald's fries so good is that the fries used to be fried in a mix of oil and beef fat. During the 1980s, health officials deemed that the oil and beef fat mix to have too much saturated fat in it, so it was cut. But McDonald's still wanted to keep that beef flavor, so now they mix natural beef flavor in with the vegetable oil for their fries. Don Gorski is in the Guinness Book of World Records for eating the most Big Macs than anyone else in the world. Don ate his first Big Mac in 1972 when he was 18 years old, and after eating his first one, he then ordered eight more and ate them all that same day. He eats two Big Macs a day, and health-wise, his cholesterol is normal. In 2018, Don ate his 30,000th Big Mac. In 2012, a McNugget that resembled the United States President George Washington went up for auction on eBay and it sold for $8,100. And despite any other store in the world who sells toys, McDonald's is the largest toy distributor in the world as they give out 1.5 billion Happy Meal toys every year. Even though the first Hamburger University is in Oak Brook, Illinois, It isn't the only one. There are campuses located in Tokyo, London, Sydney, Munich, Sao Paulo, and Shanghai. The I'm Lovin' It McDonald's jingle was co-written by recording artist Pharrell Williams and sung by singer Justin Timberlake. And as I mentioned in the History of McDonald's episode, it's worth mentioning yet again because it's, it's just a good fun fact. The Chicken McNuggets have four different shapes. We have the bell, the bow tie, the ball, and the boot. And when McNuggets first came out, they were made up of dark and white meat chicken, up until 2003 when McDonald's made all Chicken McNuggets made of white meat only. There are some knockoff McDonald's restaurants all around the world you could find, as one in China is called Michael Alone, with the McDonald's M golden arches turned upside down, making a W. And the last time Iran had a McDonald's was in 1979. But don't worry, if you do go to Iran at any point and you got to hanker in for some McDonald's, you could go to their knockoff version of McDonald's, which they call it Mash Donald's. So maybe you could order a Mash Mac or something. I don't know. Okay, so I kind of went and I googled how many countries there are in the world. Because, you know what? When you think about it, how many countries are there in the world? You got a number about like 100 and something or maybe 200 round number. Something like that. You google and you just kind of go down another rabbit hole of trying to figure it out. Because every... Thing is considered a country to one place or another, and uh, you really can't get uh, a straight answer out of anything. So let's just uh, look at this and make uh, a good consensus, a good decision on how many countries there are in the world. So the UN states that there are 193 countries, and just a straight Google result will give you 195 And at the furthest reaches of just trying to count up every single territory and country, everything that labels itself a territory, you could get up to almost 327 according to another source. But we're not going to entertain that nonsense of 300 and something, blah, 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 blah. We'll just go and we'll look at how many territories or countries compete in the Olympic Games. And that number is 207. So let's stick with that. So out of 207 countries in the world, 117 of them have McDonald's locations. And to give you a quick rundown of some of the countries that don't have McDonald's locations, we have Greenland, Iran, Mongolia, 
And most of the continent of Africa doesn't have a McDonald's besides a few countries like Morocco, Egypt, and Tunisia in the northern part of Africa. And also there are McDonald's locations in South Africa. Next up, let's take a look at the menu, the McDonald's menu over the years and see what has been added over time, starting with their very, very simple menu and working our way up. So let's check it out. It's Industrial Industries World Radio's debut album, Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. All the songs you heard in the episodes are all here, like the uplifting It's Gonna Be Okay. Check out the hot and hip Rap Song 2020. Wiener Balls Rap Song 2020 Rap Song 2020 And don't forget the classic hit, Fart in Your Face. I want to fart on a guitar, I want to fart on a power bill, I want to fart on fresh fruit, I want to fart in your face. All of the best songs and skits from the first two seasons of IIWR are right here, Industrial Industries World Radio's Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. Check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you can stream and download music. Okay, everybody, now listen up, because we've got some real intense stuff to talk about. Yeah, 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 that's right. If you're thinking about the menu over the years at McDonald's, then you are correct. And we're going to start from the very, very beginning and work our way up. Now, these are going to be nothing that is discontinued, stuff that is still on the menu to this day, Maybe an exception here and there, but it was enough to kind of just uh, stay there for good for a while at least. The McDonald's menu year by year. McDonald's, the McDonald brothers, they started serving food. They had this little octagon-shaped little food stand. And from 1937 to 1940, going by the Air Dome, they served hot dogs, hamburgers, and all you can drink orange juice. Doesn't that sound great? No. <laughs> orange juice was, I've never been a big fan of orange juice, but hey, all you could drink orange juice, five cents, why not? 1940 came, and then they went under the name McDonald's Famous Barbecue, and it was a drive in restaurant instead of their little octagon shack. And the McDonald's famous barbecue menu that I could find was from 1943. And taking a look at the menu, there was uh, things on there and it stated, we barbecue all meats in our own barbecue pit. And then later on it read, don't be misled. Other places advertise their meat as barbecued when it's merely cooked on a stove. You are welcome to see our meat while it's actually being barbecued in our own barbecue pit. They had giant malts, ice cream sodas, sundaes, root beer, root beer floats, Coca-Cola, and coffee. Then on the right side of the menu, they had sandwiches, and all of the sandwiches were served with a side of french fries. They had the famous barbecued beef, ham, or pork then they had the melted cheese, which I'm guessing is grilled cheese, like a grilled cheese sandwich. Then they actually had peanut butter and jelly. So think about that. McDonald's at one point seriously served peanut butter and jelly. Also, hamburger steak, tamales and chili, a bowl of chili, or as the menu called it, an order of straight chili, and ham and baked beans. And then there are three other options at the bottom of the menu, and it was a barbecued plate with french fries, a hamburger royal with chili and beans, and last, just chili and beans. 
Eight years passed by, and 1948, they dropped the barbecue from their name, and then they just switched up entirely everything of how they served and got a very simplified menu, and then they just uh, went by McDonald's. 1948, the McDonald's menu had hamburgers, cheeseburgers, potato chips, coffee, soft drinks, and for dessert... An actual slice of apple pie. Not the apple pies they serve today, but an actual slice of apple pie. 1949, potato chips were replaced with french fries, and apple pie was replaced with milkshakes. And that's how we get Ray Kroc into the mix. They started, you know, having milkshakes making at the McDonald's. Yeah. Anyways, so by the early mid 1950s, the menu would read as pure beef hamburger, tempting cheeseburger, triple thick milkshakes in flavors of chocolate, vanilla, or strawberry, golden French fries. This is this is how they described it on the menu, you know, tempting cheeseburger, golden French fries, thirst quenching Coke, delightful root beer, steaming hot coffee full-flavor orange drink, and refreshing cold milk. Anything to jazz up anything, am I right? Anyways, during the 50s came a promotional item very early on, which were double hamburgers and double cheeseburgers, but they called them the McDouble Hamburger and the McDouble Cheeseburger. Yeah, it was just available for a promotional, limited time. And then in 1962, the filet fish made its debut. 1965, the double cheeseburger made its permanent place on the McDonald's menu instead of just being a promotional item. Or I should say the McDouble cheeseburger, but I think they dropped the Mick by 1965. 1967, we have the Big Mac. It was debuted in a Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania McDonald's. And then by 1968, it was on the McDonald's menu nationally and permanently. Also, in 1968, saw the debut of the hot apple pie, which was different than how you get them now, which now they are baked. But back then, they were uh, really, really high in fat as they were deep fried, and they tasted probably a whole lot better. 1970 came the Shamrock Shake. In 1972, the Quarter Pounder hit the menu. 1975, the Egg McMuffin hit the menu nationally. 1977, the complete McDonald's breakfast menu was debuted. We have the Big Breakfast, which comes with scrambled eggs, a hash brown, sausage or bacon, and a biscuit or an English muffin at some point during the breakfast menu years. 1979 was the year of happiness as the Happy Meal hit the McDonald's menu nationally. 1980, the McChicken balked its way into the menu, and it was a lot larger than how we see them now, which are usually you order them from the value menu. 1981, the McRib hit the menu, and it was to uh, fill in the gaps where the Chicken McNuggets uh, left behind, as some franchises got the Chicken McNuggets, and there was a bit of a chicken shortage So uh, the rest of the franchises that didn't get Chicken McNuggets in 1981, they got the McRib instead. And the McRib, it's, it's been discontinued, but it always makes an appearance at some point in the year annually. Usually during the fall, I'd say around September, October, somewhere around there. The chicken shortage was fixed in 1983, so the Chicken McNuggets are now available for the first time nationally. 1983. In 1986, the country was being more health conscious and more diet uh, friendly, and McDonald's started adding salads to their menu. 1987 came hotcakes as they were introduced as a breakfast item on the breakfast menu, obviously. And the hotcakes are served with a little cup of maple syrup and whipped butter. Getting into the rad and super cool and tubular 90s. In 1992, they went from something really rad to kind of a bummer as the hot apple pies were now baked instead of deep fried. Now, speaking of the pies at McDonald's, let's take a look at the varieties, the the flavors of pies that 
are available in McDonald's restaurants, at least in the United States. And so these are the flavors that I remember and have kind of found around uh, the internets. So here are the flavors of pies, at least available in the United States. We have apple, cherry, pineapple, peach, pumpkin, strawberry and cream, cherry and cream, guava and cream, chocolate, s'mores, sweet potato, and holiday pies, which are my favorite. Holiday pies, if you have not had them, I'm going to tell you what they are all about. It's just amazing. They got a sweet vanilla custard inside, and they're topped with rainbow sprinkles. And they're usually available during the holiday season, November, December. Sometimes they're still hanging out in January, but I would definitely recommend the holiday pies. They're my favorite. Oh, I could only imagine how they would taste if they were deep fried, but yeah, a man can dream. 1994, the earliest existence that I could find of the triple cheeseburger hits the menu. 1995, Canadian McDonald's debuted the McFlurry, and then it was worldwide, or at least in the United States, by 1997. The early 2000s came a lot of different changes in the menu, trying to switch things up besides the usual. In 2000, the fruit and yogurt parfait is added to the menu, and they are exquisite. They are amazing. Fruit and yogurt parfaits are really good. 2001 came the McGriddle sandwich, and the buns for the sandwich, this breakfast sandwich, this big old breakfast sandwich, is uh, two little pancakes for the top and bottom, and they have a, a taste of maple syrup within. Very nice and inventive little sandwich they have there. 2006 come the snack wraps. They were added to the menu with flavors like chipotle barbecue, just your standard chicken with uh, lettuce, cheese, and some ranch sauce or what have you. And up until 2010, they also had the Mac snack wrap, and this was like a Big Mac, just in a snack wrap form. It had the Big Mac sauce, it had lettuce, it had cheese, and actually a piece of beef hamburger inside of this tortilla. It was amazing. I would buy those by three or four and eat them, you know, for lunch or whatever. They were they were great for like a buck fifty a piece. You you couldn't beat it. I really do miss. You know, I'm fine with the holiday pies being seasonal and the shamrock shake, but just please bring back the Mac snack wrap, but they they won't listen to me. Sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. In 2008, the McDouble became a value menu item, and fun fact, the McDouble in 1997 made an appearance, but it didn't come with cheese as it does now. And back then, the McDouble just had lettuce and tomatoes instead of onions and pickles like the McDoubles do today. And the McDouble is basically a double cheeseburger with just one slice of cheese instead of two, like double cheeseburgers have. That's the only difference. In 2010, oatmeal hit the McDonald's menu. In 2013, the Bacon McDouble hit the menu with two slices of Applewood smoked bacon added to a McDouble sandwich. Also in 2013 came Premium Chicken McWraps with three flavors, Sweet Chili Chicken, Chicken and Bacon, and Chicken and Ranch. 2015 came the all-day breakfast menu featuring limited breakfast menu items that are served and made all throughout the day. And since 2015, up until now, there's been plenty of limited edition and promotional items that have come and gone, been discontinued, so on and so forth. But uh, for the most part, those are your permanent standard sandwiches that you should expect to see on the menu at any McDonald's you go to. So, uh, talking about all of these menu items, it's kind of got me, I I don't know, a little hungry. So, um, I think I'm going to try out some of the things on the value menu that they have. So, let's check them out with a cheat day review. Welcome to this dollar menu at McDonald's edition of Cheat Day Review. 
What is this review exactly? It's not a certain particular one item kind of deal. I figured let's take every single food item that is available on the McDonald's dollar menu and just try them out. Now, a lot of these are classics we have known to grow and love, uh, grow up with, you know, and some of these we might not have had. So I would like to use this occasion to, you know, try out some of these that I may not have uh, had before. I guess what we should start off with first are the French fries. We have the basket of fries that is $3 on the McDonald's dollar menu. If you eat this whole basket of fries, it is 600 calories. And it's you get a huge portion of uh, fries with this. And... From going through the drive-thru at McDonald's and coming home, setting all this stuff up, at least with the basket of fries, when you get to the inner core underneath everything, they're still pretty hot. These are really good. You know, I always, I never really like the crispy fries. I like the dead fries, the ones that are just kind of soggy and just kind of bleh. These fries got the right amount of um, salt with them. What would I rate the fries from McDonald's? Well... They're one of my favorite menu items from McDonald's. When they're hot, they're a 10. When they're lukewarm, kind of like now, they're still like a solid 8. Okay, those are the fries. Let's set them off to the side. Okay, so next item, we have the original McDonald's cheeseburger. And it's your plain, regular cheeseburger. We've got ketchup, mustard, one pickle, and some diced onions, along with a slice of cheese and a beef patty. What else do I have for this? This is 300 calories. One cheeseburger, original McDonald's cheeseburger, is 300 calories. So the cheeseburger, you go to McDonald's, it is going to run you $1 even. And for what it is, it's just one patty. It's very simple. But it, it packs all the flavor that any other McDonald's burger would have. You get the double cheeseburger, the triple cheese, what have you. Um, it's still there. I'm surprised because this is the first time I've like had a just a plain old cheeseburger from McDonald's in a very, very long time. I would like to say since I was a kid, I really haven't had a regular cheeseburger since then. But it's it's still good. I would just prefer something with a bit more meat. But for a buck... Can't beat it if you just want that, you want a little McDonald's taste. Uh, moving on, we've got the double cheeseburger. The double cheeseburger has 440 calories. And on the dollar menu, you could order a double cheeseburger for $1.99. So, let's just try this out. This is probably one of my favorites here. The good old classic double cheeseburger. You really can't go wrong. Really packs a punch. This burger has, oh, three pickles on it. Ketchup, mustard, diced onions, two cheese, and two all-beef patties. And a bun, obviously, top and bottom. It's just the double the meat and double the cheese really gives it a lot more of a punch than the regular cheeseburger. 10 out of 10. Moving on. The triple cheeseburger. The triple cheeseburger has two pickles, uh, ketchup, mustard, three all-beef patties. The second one's kind of hidden in here. And still only two slices of cheese. I think my double cheeseburger having three pickles was kind of a fluke. But uh, here goes the triple cheeseburger. Also, the triple cheeseburger has 520 calories. Just to let you know. Triple cheeseburger is fantastic. That gets a, an 11 out of 10. No holds bar. Just crazy good. And the triple cheeseburger is actually not that much extra than the double cheeseburger at $219. Uh, that's probably the best deal when you got a hankering for a McDonald's cheeseburger. Get the triple cheese, $219, uh, at least in my area. Also, diet-wise, a triple cheeseburger is 520 calories. Next up, we've got 
The McDouble. Okay, so this thing has two all-beef patties, two pickles, mustard, ketchup, diced onions, and one slice of cheese. It will cost you a buck sixty-nine, thirty cents less than a double cheeseburger. To me, whenever I eat a McDouble, all I can really taste more than anything is ketchup and beef patty, which isn't a bad thing, but uh, it's lacking on the cheese. As me, I like cheese quite a bit, so I'm just going to have to give it an 8 out of 10. Still really good, though. Now we're in the chicken section, in case for those of you, you know, whatever, for a six-piece of McNuggets, it's 3 bucks. They also give you uh, a choice of dipping sauces, and I asked for barbecue, and I think they only gave me one. This just peeled off. I don't trust that. Do I have the boot shape? Oh, there we go. So the McNuggets are one of my favorites as a kid. It's what I usually ordered before I got into the burgers, so I want to say you dip it in some honey, and honey with McNuggets, that's... That it game over, you know. That's that's the best. Anyway, so those are the McNuggets. I gotta give them a ten. You know, they're perfect. They are perfect. McDonald's has perfected food. I would like to say, not in a diet sense, but just taste wise. Mm. <clears throat> so good. I don't know what was that. I got a duck in the room. Get out of here, duck. <clears throat> uh, okay, so now we have the just the standard McChicken. 400 calories. It is an even $1. So between the cheeseburger and this, both for $1, I'd probably get the McChicken. I've had these before. One of my favorites. Even though I really don't order the McChicken that often, it's still pretty damn good. So we got mayo, shredded lettuce, and a chicken patty. That's all it is. That's all we need with this. And it's perfect. Uh, the McChicken. I've forgotten how I always would order extra mayo with it because, uh, man, that is rather dry. I had to take a drink of water here. Uh, took a little bit to go down. Ugh. All right, so now we're down to the final item here, and it is the hot and spicy McChicken. So I, I would like to think it's just like the other McChicken. It's just the patty itself is... Hot and spicy. Maybe this one dances. Dances to uh, Havana by Camilla Cabello. The chicken patty is a little bit more orange or red. Uh, yeah, it has a standard shredded lettuce, mayo. That's about it. I've never had this, so this is a first for me. I've had all the other things that we have tried, but I saved this one for last because I really do like to know. Oh, also the McChicken. I got to give it probably about a six as it is. Extra mayo, a seven. I think I forgot to talk about that. I was just overwhelmed by how dry it was. So let's see if the spicy McChicken is a bit uh, better. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that, no, that is different. That is a little bit different. The spicy McChicken, if you were to order it from the menu, it's going to run you a $1.19. And it has the same amount of calories as a McChicken at 400 calories. The heat, is it overwhelming? Is it is it just crazy hot? Am I going, ah. No, it's not bad. It's the right amount of uh, kick that I think people would expect. It's not overly hot where it's just like an emergency, but it, it has enough heat to it to where, yeah, okay, that is a, that is a hot and spicy uh, chicken sandwich. For real, yeah. Hey, that's that's what it is. Hey, what can you say? Something about the breading or something with the uh, chicken patty itself—it has a different taste to it besides the hot and spicy part to it, which I actually do like more than the regular McChicken. And I'm gonna give this a good eight, eight out of ten. Hot and spicy McChicken—that's yeah, pretty good, pretty good, yeah, pretty good, sweetie. Yeah, so there's one more thing I forgot to mention, is that the uh, Spicy McChicken has been available nationwide since 2013. It may have just gotten to your market, maybe, but like just 
in general, 2013 is uh, when this thing has kind of been around. Well, okay, guys. That is it for this edition of Cheat Day Review, where we took a look at the one, two, and three dollar menu, value menu at McDonald's. So that's that. Thank you guys for watching, and remember, it is okay to cheat every once in a while. Welcome to a new segment called Around the World, where we check out things that are in different countries all around the world. And in this episode, we are checking out all the things McDonald's has to offer on different continents and countries all around the world. And we really can't travel and try all these things if we don't go to the airport. So let's go. Calling all passengers, we are now boarding McDonald's in North America. Alright, so we just checked in, we're in North America, and looking at North America geographically from north to south, let's start with the most northern uh, country, which is Canada, and work our way down. So in Canada, instead of just ordering fries, you could also order poutine, which it's french fries with brown gravy and cheese curds. And for dessert, they have the blueberry pie and a mixed berry pie called the Great Fruit Pie. Also, they have Rolo candy milkshakes that are also available in the UK as well, the United Kingdom. But the most major thing that they have in Canada that is pretty much exclusive is the Mick Lobster. The Mick Lobster is much like how the McRib is here in the United States, where it's a seasonal thing. And let me tell you what the Mick Lobster is all about. It's a sandwich containing lobster meat, celery, mayonnaise, and lettuce. Moving on to the United States, the home of McDonald's, there are all kinds of different regional things all across the country. So we could start in Orlando, Florida, where they have the epic McD, the epic McDonald's, where it's the only place, at least in America, that you can order a McPizza. In Hawaii, they have Haupia Pies, which is basically a pie filled with creamy, sweet coconut filling. And I can't wait to try that myself. That's that's right up my alley. Also, in New Mexico, there is a double cheeseburger variant called the Green Chili Double Cheeseburger, which includes roasted green New Mexico chili peppers. They have the Denali Mac, which is a burger that looks like the Big Mac, but it uses two quarter-pound beef patties, and it's only sold in Alaska, and it's named after the highest mountain peak in North America, the Denali. Along the East Coast in Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia, you could get the McCrab Sandwich. And heading back to Hawaii and Guam, McDonald's offers local breakfast items such as Spam, Portuguese Sausage, and Fresh Cut Pineapple. Now headed on down to the most southern country in North America, we have Mexico, which in the past they have had Flaming Hot Doritos Quarter Pounders, and also the Barbecue Double Burger. And that's what we got for North America. Calling all passengers, we are now boarding McDonald's in South America. Alright, checking into South America. You know what they say about South America. Come for the food, stay for the food. So let's see what the McDonald's in South America has. In Brazil, they have the Cheddar McMelt. It's a beef burger with creamy cheddar cheese sauce and grilled onions. And it's flavored with soy sauce as well on a whole wheat bun. Also, if you got a dessert and desserts uh, heading your way, they also have banana flavored pies in Brazil. In Chile, they have cheese empanadas. And in Peru, they have buckets of fried chicken available along with blackberry sundaes. And in Venezuela, 
They have empanadas available during breakfast hours. And that's what's happening in the McDonald's in South America. Calling all passengers, we are now boarding McDonald's in Africa. Arriving into Africa, granted, Africa has just a handful of countries that have McDonald's locations in them, so the list of exclusive items in Africa are quite small, but in Egypt, they have the Chicken Big Mac or the Fish Mac, which is basically a Big Mac sandwich, just the beef is taken out and chicken or fish patties are substituted for the beef. So that's what we have in Egypt, and that's what's happening in the McDonald's locations in Africa. Calling all passengers, we are now boarding McDonald's in Europe. Jumping across the pond and arriving into Europe, they have this thing that's almost uh, continent-wide, and it's called the 1955 Burger, and it's made of beef, bacon, lettuce, tomatoes, caramelized onions, ketchup, and McDonald's barbecue sauce. And uh, it's been in countries like Spain, Italy, and Germany, and it was released in 2011 and then re-released in the United Kingdom in 2013. And speaking of the United Kingdom, the United Kingdom and Ireland, they have McDonuts for breakfast, and they could either be served with vanilla or chocolate icing. They have sweet potato fries as well, and a bacon roll, which the bacon is wrapped in a bread roll with either ketchup or brown sauce. And in the past, they have had things like the apple pie sundae, the mozzarella dippers, and a range of burgers from the Great Taste of America line that they had. So this line of Great Taste of America burgers were named after places in America. So they had the New York City burger, the Chicago burger, and a California burger, as well as many other locations. Also, they've released a festive pie, which is filled with mincemeat and custard. In France, McDonald's sells donuts as well for breakfast, and you could also order Cronenberg 1664 brand beer. In Croatia, they have the Mick Country Sandwich, which has two pork sausage patties on a bun with cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion, and a special sauce. They also have the Mick Toast, which is a ham and cheese sandwich on toast. In Germany, for breakfast, they serve the McCresson, the croissant, McCroissant, and it's a croissant stuffed with ham and cheese, and in Germany also, the McRib is a permanent menu item. So yes, 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 be jealous. Denmark, they have the Dame McFlurry, I think I'm saying that right, which a Dame is kind of a crunchy almond caramel chocolate candy. And uh, so that's what they have. Your dessert, whenever you're in Denmark, pick up a Dame McFlurry. In Sweden, they have the McVegan. It's uh, a patty made of soy along with salad, tomatoes, cucumbers, onions, and a vegan McFeast sauce. They also got another vegetarian-style burger called the McBean Burger, where the patties are made with cannellini beans, kidney beans, and they have onions, carrots, and green peppers topping it. They also have chili cheese tops where they're like basically spicy mozzarella cheese uh, bites that are fried. In Switzerland, they have the Prime Burger. It's a beef patty with bacon, Gruyere cheese, and special sauces that was created by a Swiss chef. The Prime Burger is 12 United States dollars, and it's one of the most expensive McDonald's burgers in the world. In Malta, they have mozzarella sticks. Malta's sweet and simple and to the point. Italy, they have a... They have spinach and Parmesan nuggets. I'm not sure how well that would taste. Maybe if it was, I don't know, like spinach and artichoke dip. I don't know. But also in Italy, for a sweet treat, only exclusive in Italy, they have the Nutella burger, which is called the Sweetie Con Nutella, which is a bun with Nutella hazelnut spread in the center. Very simple, but I've heard it's very sweet and good. 
In the Netherlands, they have the Stroop Waffle McFlurry, which uh, a Stroop Waffle is a caramel wafer type thing that you usually tend to eat with uh, coffee in the morning. Really good. I've actually had it. In Poland, they have the Cordon Bleu Burger. It consists of fried chicken, ham, a beef patty, and bacon. A meat lover's uh, favorite delight, I would say. In Austria, they have McNoodles, and the noodles include veggies, chicken, and a salad. In Norway, they have the chicken salsa, which is a chicken patty sandwich with crispy lettuce, salsa sauce, sour cream, and nachos. And Norway did have the Africa, which was made of beef, cheese, and tomatoes wrapped in pita bread, but due to criticism, it never came back after 2008. In Russia, they offer cheesecake rolls for breakfast, and they also have shrimp, which is shrimp fried in batter with a side of dipping sauce. In Serbia, McDonald's locations offer alcoholic and energy drinks. And in Slovakia, they have the McSire, which is the McDonald's version of a traditional Slavic food. And the McSire is a sandwich that has a piece of breaded fried cheese with tartar sauce. And that is what the McDonald's locations in Europe have to offer. Calling all passengers, we are now boarding for McDonald's in Asia. Arriving into Asia. Now don't get it twisted with the McVegan sandwich, but in Asia, they've got the McVeggie burger. And the McVeggie burger is a vegetable fried patty consisting of potatoes, beets, peas, and carrots topped with lettuce and teriyaki sauce on a whole wheat bun. Also in Asia, they have a thing called Twister Fries, which is the McDonald's version of curly fries. And speaking of fries, they also got something called the Seaweed Shaker Fries, where you take a little packet of seaweed seasoning and you shake it all together with your fries and you enjoy. In Malaysia, they got a crazy amount of food, such as the Hawaiian Deluxe Burger and the Rio Burger. And they also have flavors of pies like salted caramel, blueberry and cream cheese, and coconut. In Singapore, they have their own exclusive dipping sauce for McNuggets, which is curry sauce. In Hong Kong, they have the Shogun Burger, which is a teriyaki pork patty with lettuce on bun, and the Rice Fantastic, which is just like a McDonald's burger, except they only use rice patties for the buns instead of the bread type of buns. They also have spicy French fries, shrimp burgers, and wasabi filet fish And for dessert, you could have yourself a sweet corn-flavored pie. And in the Philippines, they have the Chicken McDo in Spaghetti, which uh, in the Philippines is one of the few countries that McDonald's actually still serves McSpaghetti. Spaghetti. And the Chicken McDo in Spaghetti consists of rice and meat in spaghetti with a fried chicken wing on the side. In China, they have black and white burgers, where the black bun burger is uh, colored by squid ink, and the white bun is covered with black sesame seeds. They have green tea matcha ice cream, and the pies that they have come in two standard flavors, pineapple and taro, which taro is like a root vegetable that grows underground. And there's also limited time pie flavors like chocolate, apple, banana, and azuki bean. And they also have a very special chili garlic sauce for Chicken McNuggets. In Japan, they have the melon float, which is melon soda with ice cream. The cheese katsu burger, which is a fried pork patty with melted cheese on the inside of the patty. Cabbage and sweet and sour sauce along with it. They have the teriyaki McBurger made of pork patties, mayonnaise, lettuce, and teriyaki sauce. They have ume nuggets, which is chicken McNuggets served with a sour plum type of sauce. The mega teriyaki, which is a teriyaki-style Big Mac with two pork patties and teriyaki sauce. And when you wake up in the morning and you head to a McDonald's in Japan, the breakfast options they have are hot dogs with relish, ketchup, and mustard. And then in the lunch and dinner hours of a McDonald's in Japan, 
They have the chili McHot Dog with egg and chili sauce. They also have bacon potato pies, sweet cream pies, cream stew pie, and anko pie, which uh, anko pie is a sweet red bean paste kind of uh, pie. Yummy. Heading to South Korea, they have the salmon beef burger, which is beef and salmon patties along with lettuce, onion, and tartar sauce. And they also at one point had a green tea McFlurry available. Indonesia, they have the McRice and the McSoup with chicken, croutons, and vegetables. India, they have the McCurry, which the McCurry is served in a pan, which the whole pan is a a bread bowl, basically, and it's filled with chicken curry. India also has a pizza McPuff, where it's basically in the shape of a McDonald's pie, like the turnover style thing, and it's filled with pizza sauce, cheese, and your choice of topping. In Malaysia, they have the A.M. Garang McD, which it originally was called the Chicken McCrispy, but uh, they changed it back to align to the culture of Malaysia. And you could get the A.M. Garang McD in either regular, spicy, or extra spicy. And in Hong Kong, they have the Red Bean Matcha Layer Cake. It's a mill crepe cake with many layers of thin matcha pancakes, matcha cream, and red bean. And that is what McDonald's in Asia has to offer. Calling all passengers, we are now boarding for McDonald's in Oceania. Landing on into the region of Oceania, which is made up of New Zealand, Australia, and so on, let's take a look at what they got to offer in their McDonald's. So in Macca's, the Australian McDonald's, There's a bunch of different versions of loaded fries where the fries in the past have been given a variety of choices of toppings such as gravy, which now at the moment is currently offered in Australia. But in the past, they've had chili and sour cream, guacamole and salsa, Parmesan cheese and truffle mayo, and barbecue with aioli sauce with grilled onions. And every once in a while, they have the McOz, which a lot of other places, they call it the Kiwi Burger as well. But it's a beef patty with egg, tomato, lettuce, cheese, onion, beetroot, ketchup, and mustard. And this item makes me want to go to the airport, jump on a plane, fly all the way. It takes, I don't know how many hours, 20 hours maybe to get to Australia. I don't know how long it takes. But this makes me want to do it because in Australia, they have something called the Bubblegum Squash McFlurry. So get this. It's McDonald's vanilla ice cream. And then they have this blue bubblegum syrup that they mix in with it. And along with mixing in the syrup, they also put marshmallows in it. It looks amazing. The Bubblegum Squash McFlurry. I have some friends in Australia. I'd want them to check it out for me just to let me know how good it actually is. I can live vicariously through them. In New Zealand, they have Georgie Pie, which Georgie Pie was a famous local uh, food place down there in that area. But they closed in 1998 and McDonald's revived uh, the Georgie Pie. And uh, what is the Georgie Pie? Well, it's a steak, mince, and cheese uh, kind of pie. And uh, yeah, so it's been out since 2013 due to popular demand. And New Zealand has the Kiwi Burger. So Australia, they have the McOz, and New Zealand, they call it the Kiwi Burger. And that is what the McDonald's in the Oceania region of the world has to offer. Calling all passengers, we are now boarding for McDonald's in the Middle East. All right, we are stepping foot into the Middle East, and we are on the hunt now for a McDonald's, searching far and wide. And there we have some in the United Arab Emirates, and in their locations, they serve the McRoyale, which is much like a quarter pounder. And also, they have the McWings, which is just a McDonald's version of chicken wings. Making our way to Turkey, they have the McTurco, which is two warm coughed burgers wrapped in pita bread with pepper sauce, onions, lettuce, and tomato. 
They also have the Mega Mac, which is a double Big Mac, just two extra beef patties along with it. In Saudi Arabia, all of the food is halal certified, and they also serve spicy McChickens, and the McArabia, which is two grilled chicken patties with tomatoes, lettuce, and topped with garlic sauce wrapped in pita bread. They also have the Big Tasty, which back in the day in the United States, it was called the Big and Tasty, but over there, they just call it the Big Tasty. And in Israel, they have the Mik Shawarma and the Mik Kebab, which are basically meats wrapped in pita bread. And that is the last region of the world we are hitting in this edition of Around the World. And I know it's been fun, but now it's time to just pack our bags and let's head back home. this episode of industrial industries world radio does come to a close we still didn't hit on every single thing that i want to talk about with mcdonald's so we're going to wrap up this epic trilogy of talking about mcdonald's next week with another fun-filled episode of iiwr we're going to cover all of the discontinued food the food of the past that mcdonald's just left behind and it's just in the graveyard of failed products and things completing the trilogy and then we're moving on to other things besides mcdonald's the week after i hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode going through all kinds of food that mcdonald's has and uh i found it interesting i think it's kind of neat to check out and see what you know other you know because there's more things in this world besides our little bubbles so anyways if you did enjoy the show make sure to review subscribe whatever you want to do but if you really want to get some merch and support the show in any kind of way once again, you could go to teespring.com slash stores slash industrial industries. You could pick up all kinds of podcast and music band project merch there. We have masks, mugs, t-shirts, all of that good stuff. I actually got my Dairy Dip shirt in the mail the other day, and it is looking fantastic. I wore that as soon as I could. Uh, yeah, so Dairy Dip shirts are available on the store as well. Anyways, there's a few people I would like to thank. First and foremost, it's Kimmy Pops for voiceover work. We have Giuliano for graphic design. And I'd also like to thank you for listening. Once again, I'm your host, DJ Glowing Ice. And this was episode 35 of Industrial Industries World Radio. I will see you next week for another fun-filled episode. Until then, you take care of yourselves. Don't eat too much McDonald's. Eat it sparingly, and I'll see you next week. All right, guys. Peace out. next time on Industrial Industries World Radio.